Hello, people of the way. Today is Communion Sunday, so if you have your Bible, turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Uh, something I have to say, if you're not a believer or if you are a believer and you are lukewarm and you're playing games with the Lord, then communion is not for you. Now, I don't want to come off as like, you know, like hurting your feelings. Because what I would like you to do is to hit pause right here, and not just right here, but at any time in this message, before you partake of the elements, you have to make sure your heart is right with the Lord. And so if you are lukewarm, playing games with the Lord, or if you are not believer, you're not a believer, hit pause and listen to the message, how to receive the Lord Jesus Christ and say the sinner's prayer and repent before the Lord. And you repent before the Lord, you become a believer, a born-again believer, and then you come back to this message, and then you listen, and then you partake of the elements. So for lukewarm people who are playing games with the Lord, people who are walking according to the flesh, and the non-believers, communion is not for you yet. Very important, yet. You become a believer, you recommit your life to Jesus Christ, and then communion is for you. And, you know, it's not to say you partake of communion and then go back to being lukewarm or become a non-believer again. No, it's you continue abiding in Christ and you continue to move on to perfection and mature in Christ. Very important. So that's the, uh, if the, the, the special precursory message I have for you that to repent. And, and, you know, anytime during this message, if you feel the conviction of the Holy Spirit, just hit pause and get your heart right before the Lord. Repent before Him and present your body a living sacrifice, which is your reasonable service, which Paul says. We're, we're taught in Holy Scripture. And once you're right with the Lord, when your heart is right with the Lord, then you can partake of these elements. Now, if you don't, I don't know where you are, where you're at, but if you don't have the elements, go to the church website and hit us up, contact us and say, hey, we don't have the church elements and we'll mail them to you. We'll get them to you. I don't know where you're at in the world. I don't know how mailing situation is, but we'll do whatever we can as we'll go through great lengths to get you the community elements because we're living in a time when there's, you know, the, 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 the government is uh, very, very heavy handed. Very, very heavy-handed, and and the churches are shut down, and we have a small fellowship. Our our fellowship uh, uh, building, it was you know they ha they have these rules where you can still fellowship, but you can only have you know a certain percentage of capacity. You have to maintain social distancing, and because of our size, it just didn't work out, and so we're kind of like in you know a little uh, uh, period where we have to rely heavily on these online methods and pray for the church. Because pastors have to make some very, very hardcore decisions, and some of those include closing down the church, the actual building. You know, they some of them are closing down their church buildings and they're getting smaller buildings, or you know, there's a lot of pastors have to make some very, very serious decisions. And in making these decisions, pray for them, pray for them because we cannot be a people who succumb to the ways of the world. And we cannot be a people. We have to continue fighting the good fight. And what I'm hearing so far is that there are churches in persecuted areas, and like where they're life and death, you know, life and limb type of persecution. They're going to the dark web. And, you know, the dark web, you know, there's a lot of uh, bad things that go on there. You know, murder, drugs, trafficking, all kinds of different things happen on the dark web. But it's very interesting that in these last days, you're seeing churches 
teach the Bible, Bible study, you know, video conferencing, and it's all on the dark web. You see it in Vietnam, you see it in China, you see it in North Korea, you see it in Russia, in Arab countries. Everything's going like in an underground state. It, everything is underground. It's like a hidden church. And, you know, it's so beautiful because it's like, wow, you know, as much as mankind, they try governments and the ways of the world, as much as they try to buffet the word of God, it can't be done. And it won't be done. Pray for pastors. Pray for the elders. Pray for the fellowships. Pray for the Christians. Pray for one another. Lift one another up. In prayer, make our supplications known that the Lord continue to guide us and lead us in these last days. And we can be light. There can be Goshen among the people of God. So here in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, I have to say, anytime you feel the conviction of the Holy Spirit, you know, we're looking at these passages, you know, repent. There's nothing. It, 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 I say it like as we study, but even before we study, you might, there might be something not right in your life. Just hit pause. Get your heart right with the Lord. Repent. Get your heart right with the Lord. Restoration in the Lord. And then, you know, let's partake of the elements. If you don't have elements, go to the church website, hit us up, and we'll get you the elements. So here in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread. And this is Paul. He's, you know, this letter to the church in Corinth, very how uh, appropriate that we have our study. We begin our study in 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 First Corinthians, and in today's study, we're in chapter two of First Corinthians. It's a very very carnal church, but at this moment, at this particular passage in chapter eleven, you see they're less carnal because Paul is teaching. Paul is pouring into them, so it's like you know in the early chapters they're babies, but then as you progress in the later chapters and even in Second Corinthians, they're less babies. They're moving on to perfection. And that's what you see in the life of Christians. That's what you see inside of the life of you and me today, of people who moves on to perfection. And Paul, I, I'm, I'm giving to you. I'm just giving to you what the Lord gave to me. You see, I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. You know, the life of Christ, you read, I have a hard time, me personally, I have a hard time reading Isaiah 53, the prophecy about Jesus Christ, how he was bruised for our iniquities and it was pleasing to the Father. I have a hard time. Not because I don't want to accept the truth, but because it's like, wow, my Lord, my Lord, he died for me. All my sin, all my filth, he put it upon his son because he loves me. And he loves you. He takes your sin, all that filth of sin and the carnal nature, and he takes it off of you and he puts it on his son. And his son paid the price. He died for your sin because God loves you. And that's the beauty of belief in Jesus Christ and walking with him, and walking in truth. Broken, take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And these passages are key. That's all key, but this is, 
introspection is required. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, we, as the people of the way, we do it monthly. First Sunday of every month, we partake of the communion every sun, first Sunday of every month. That's what we do. And it's a tradition that I have a hard time saying tradition because as a former Catholic, the Lord rescued me out of Catholicism. And, you know, I have a hard time saying tradition because there's a lot of traditions wrapped into Catholicism. But as a former Catholic, I don't say tradition in terms of religion. I say tradition in accordance with the word of God, what is written here. As often as you drink this bread and as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner. That's why I say that at the beginning of every communion, I always say, you know, this isn't for you. If you're lukewarm, if you're carnal, if you're playing games with the Lord, if you are a non-believer, this isn't for you. Do not partake of the communion because it becomes dangerous for you if that's you. But once you believe in Jesus Christ or recommit your life to Jesus Christ and do away with being lukewarm, having one foot in the world, having one foot in the church, you have both feet firmly planted in the word of God. Once that transition happens, then you are able to partake of the elements in accordance with the word of God. It's possible to partake of the elements in an unworthy manner. And that's what I do not want upon you. See, therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a, let a man examine himself, this self-examination. It's what you do. It's what I do. We do together corporately and we do it in communion on the first Sunday of every month. But we do it independently, too. You do it independently. I do it independently. When you read your Bible and you're, you read passages, you're like, wow, Lord, I love this verse. This is so beautiful, Lord. And then you turn the page and then the, the Lord is like the Holy Spirit is convicting you like a knife in your heart. It's in those moments where you yield to him. You might have to repent. And you yield to the Lord. You yield to the word of the Lord. And he's the one who makes you different because you're yielding to him. Remember, Jesus Christ, the chief cornerstone, and the Holy Spirit building brick by brick by brick by brick. This this process of self-examination. Examine yourself to scrutinize, to see whether a thing is genuine or not. Examine yourself. Male, female, I don't care. Examine, your, examine yourself. Young, old, I don't care. Examine yourself. And when that process of examination happens, you might have to repent and you might not have to repent. Praise be to the Lord. And if you do repent, praise be to the Lord. Once that happens is written here in verse 28. And so let, it, let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For my heart, for your heart to be right before the Lord. And then we partake of the elements. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this reason, many are weak and sick among you and many sleep or many have died is how it translates. So you hear me say, you know, if you're lukewarm, if you're not a believer, then communion is not for you. But I have to stress yet because my desire is for you to become a Christian. My desire is for you to get your heart right with the Lord. You're already a believer, but then, you know, you still have to examine yourself. 
You still have to examine your heart. And where you're found wanting, repent. And that's the matter. So that's why I say at the beginning, this isn't for you yet. You see, because I desire you to get your heart right with the Lord. But then also the reason why is because, you know, it's, you know, I don't want you to drink, partake of the elements in an unworthy manner. But then number two, if we are not discerning of the Lord's body, verse 30 says, for this reason, many are weak and sick among you and many sleep. Many have died. It's not good. Not good. It's for the glorification of the Lord. In verse 31, for if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord that we may not be condemned with the world. So this is a tradition. I, I, I have a hard time saying that word, but in this case, I love saying the word. This is a tradition that the people of the way do. We've been doing it for centuries. I say we as a people of the way, but I'm, at, I'm not 100 years old. But we've been doing it for centuries. 2,000 years ago, when the Lord started in the upper room, the blood of the new covenant, and you and me, we are partakers of the blood of the new covenant, is by this blood we are washed white as snow, washed clean. Now, you're not a believer. You know, you hear people speak Christianese, and you're not a believer. It's like, what? Washed in the blood? Washed by the blood? What? Because it's blood. Life is in the blood. And blood, the, the blood of the Lord Jesus atones for my sin and your sin. And when sin is atoned for, you are now clean. That's what it means to be washed by the blood. And I have to say this, you know, when we would meet corporately, like in person, where we could see people face to face, where when we would meet, we would have a time of worship and singing song unto the Lord. And in singing song unto the Lord, we have a period where we would pray too. And, you know, at any time, you know, anybody would have to get their heart right with the Lord. It's like, boom, pray right there. Get your heart right with the Lord. And get your heart right with your brother, your sister. Get your heart right with them in the fellowship. And if that's you, you you're listening. And if that's you, do that right now. You just hit pause, pray, get your heart right with the Lord. And I'm just going to keep on going. So, you like, if you don't hit pause, it's just going to be like one long stream, one, one continuation. But if you have to get your heart right with the Lord, just hit pause. Pray. Pray, get your heart right with God, and then partake of the elements. And so look what happens here. We're going to continue in verse 24, going back to 24, and have your elements in your hand because we're about to take them. And now I have to stress, if you don't have the elements, I can't stress it. You know, it's very important to partake of communion. And not in the sense of religion. If you don't have these elements, you know, churches have been shut down for a long time. If you haven't taken communion in a long time, go to the church website. Go to the church website. Just say, hey, we need the communion elements and we'll get them to you. I don't know how, you know, wherever you are. But we'll try our hardest to get you the, the elements so that you can partake of these elements. And, you know, we can be the bride of Christ. The bride of Christ. You know, it's, it's in these days of separation, you know, where it's like the Christian has been ostracized from the world. You know, the, everything shut down, government shutdowns, churches have closed all these different things are happening. You know, uh, Christians are are, are, are are teaching, falling into crazy doctrines and believing crazy things. But there is a remnant according to grace. And I don't want you to, you know, feel like you are ostracized away from the body of Christ. Partake of the elements. If you don't have them, you know, we'll send them to you. 
So just go to the church website and just say, hey, send me the elements. So in verse 24, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's take the bread. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Let's take up the cup. And don't forget to pray, people of the way. Don't forget to pray. We would pray corporately before we would meet face to face. And I long for the day when I can see your beautiful faces again. And for those who are listening who I don't know, I long for the day I can see your beautiful faces too. You know, when things open up again, traveling, meeting, I don't know how that's going to happen, but I long to see your beautiful faces. God bless you guys. Love you guys. Don't forget to pray. Love you guys.